0: The Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. I hate
1: to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manager, a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like...
0: The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The
1: Fan. Hi, Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson here.
2: Yes, we are here.
1: We are here. Sorry. You no, know, it's tardy. It's okay, but here's the thing, though. Like Colin Coward never starts on time. Doug Golly doesn't start on time. I mean, honestly, there's like commercial breaks that run through it, and then they start. Like, I mean, we start at 4:02, so it's it's okay. <laughs> Worst has happened. Sure, <laughs> we'll Go. live with that. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, sorry,
2: we'll sorry, be we're all tardy.
1: Right. Oh jeez.
2: Uh so free agency continues in the NBA. We'll give you some updates there. Jazz have made some moves. If you hadn't heard. Uh, your opinions on that move. We can get your thoughts on that. Uh, what more moves might be made? The Lakers very aggressive today, but they've got quite the roster they're putting together. Uh, but how will it all work? That's a big debate. Um, and uh, we'll have more high school football previews. We'll hear uh, about the Green Canyon Wolves and the Ridgeline River Hawks uh, a little later on today on the show. Um, and uh, the stat that blew our minds in our player of the week. We'll also look into what's going on in the Olympics. Team USA and uh, France had games. Australia had a game, so we'll update you on uh, current jazz players in the Olympics, how Team USA is doing, and uh, as we're getting closer and closer to those. Uh, really, it is a knockout round now. You lose and you're out, uh, but advancing to the, those medal rounds, we're getting closer and closer, so we'll give you an update on what's happening there. But as always, if you want to chime in on any of those topics or anything else we're not covering that you think we should, feel free to text us and let us know. 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. That's 435-339-0321. So, Ajay, I think we should start with the bigger news of the day for Utah Jazz fans. And uh, news broke this morning, uh, early part of the morning. Uh, Utah Jazz... Uh, getting Rudy Gay to sign for them. Uh, for uh, It's two years. The second year is a player option, but uh, Rudy Gay comes to Utah from San Antonio. He spent time in Sacramento and in Memphis. He's been around the league a little bit. He's a veteran, um, but uh, it was two years, $12 million. Uh, he would be a primary backup, I would suspect, for uh, most primarily uh, behind uh, Boyan Bogdanovic. If the Jazz want to go with a small lineup, I think he could do well there. He's a great wing defender. Ajay, I'm really excited about this move, getting Rudy Gay. I think he fits in really nicely with what the Jazz system
1: is and how they play. Yeah, he can play good defense. That's kind of the, the uh, I guess, what really pushed it over the the hump is just the defensive part. What, $12.1 million for two years isn't that horrible. Uh, from what Tony's been saying, I've heard it from Andy Larson as well, and a couple other jazz people. But they're they're not done. They think that there's I mean there's a couple more roster spots to fill. Expect, expect it to be a veteran minimum. Um, expect it to be a big man as well. Uh, he, he was what say six eight two fifty. Plays a good stretch four. Um, his averages were six well, about seventeen points, almost six rebounds last year. It was eleven and a half points, five rebounds. 38% beyond the arc. Uh so with that, Eric, the signing of Rudy Gay means, and the better news is, the Italian medallion no longer gets to put on a jazz uniform. Thank goodness. <laughs> so
2: you're you're thinking that this pretty much signals the jazz are not re-signing George Nier. Yeah, this this Who is not from Italy. Yes. But uh I think that was pretty well known and perhaps established. The Jazz Felt like, well, we can have our own opinions about George Nyang, Yang, but I think from the Jazz point of view, George was probably going to uh, be able to get more money in the open market than the Jazz wanted to pay him.
1: Well, yeah, geez. And whoever's <laughs> going to pay him is going to overpay him. I don't care if it's $5 million. It's an overpay of the guy. I say that respectfully, but yet disrespectfully. <laughs> I just—it's a lot of disrespect Eric, in that take. I'm not a fan of George Nguyen, but I think Rudy Gay's going to be a better fit. I really do. I think this is really, really good for the Utah Jazz. I think it's a good size. He it's is a, a veteran older, player, but again, 34 years old. Joe Johnson was an older player, and you know what? He had one of his best years in a long time when he played for that's the Utah true. Jazz. That's true. Like, Quinn Snyder knew where to put him and knew where he would succeed the best. And it worked. Which is great, and I think he can do the same thing here as well. Um, I do have to ask, there was a rumor coming from some dude who, I don't even know if he's legit or not, that he had heard from Brass of Utah Jazz that there was the conversation of a number four pick, Pascal Siakam, for Rudy Gobert. Would you have done it?
2: Run that by one more time.
1: Pascal Siakam, number 4 pick and Rudy Gobert for Rudy Gobert. No. No. Pascal number 4 for Rudy Gobert. I don't You you are not a Rudy Gobert guy either. I just the
2: salaries don't add up. One thing. But I'm a number 4 pick.
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't I don't know about that one. Uh, 4086 text in I like what the Jazz did in re-signing Mike Conley I like the Rudy Gay signing no reason the Jazz shouldn't make the playoffs year in and year out hopefully to make the semif- semis or finals uh, what other names are you hearing as far as free agent veterans there's not a lot out there in that regard I mean it is you You
2: brought up one of the key things here for the Utah that I think <laughs> is still left on the table and that's to figure out what do the Jazz do when Rudy Gobert sits and I'm going to still live in this world where Rudy Gobert is on the Jazz roster next Okay. Year. Yeah. So, what do the Jazz do when Rudy Gobert sits? Do they go with Doke? Do they throw it all on Udoku Azabuke, who has not played a meaningful minute in the NBA? Or do they go and try to find a, a, some center on a, a veteran's minimum? They don't have a lot of money to spend. So, I don't know I don't know who's who's out there who's available. I mean, I've heard some people talking, you know, Robin Lopez. I'd be okay with Robin. Which I'd be okay with? I don't know if they'd be able to get him or afford him. But there's really not a lot of like options. But when you
1: only have that little bit of money to spend, you're not going to get a lot of options. Yeah. And again, what is it around 14, I think 14.6 mil. I think it's what they got left to be able to use. And and, and by the way, they have, if people are asking a couple of questions i have been asked, they've hit the luxury tap in, in some.
2: Well, and they're still probably going to re-sign
1: Trent Forrest and Gerald Brantley. Yeah. I mean, Those would be cheap. Very cheap. But. Because he's still on a rookie, isn't he?
3: Yeah. Trent
1: Forrest? Yeah, so it's like on a rookie contract. So you're but not they, asking But they still for have a few there. roster spots to fill. 9315 text into the show. <laughs> No more George Ying highlight video. I'm so sad only because Audrey can't make a highlight reel. We are all grateful for that. All of us are grateful for that. No one ever wants to ever have that. I'm really disappointed the Wheel of Fate let us down on that.
2: That it didn't... No. That wasn't what it don't chose blame for blame the Wheel of Fate.
1: You blame yourself, Eric. You had a chance to really put the hammer down all right, shaving my head bald, singing the BYU fight song. I, I'll be making a George Nying highlight video, doing a rap with Z-Dog. And you pass that all up for a stupid will of fate. Wanted to let fate decide. Fate? Then you couldn't accuse me of Eric, paying favor w- what or- do you mean accuse you? Eric, I couldn't have anything to accuse you of. I lost in the pick six. I deserved to have be punished for it. I couldn't accuse you of anything. There's nothing to accuse you of. I mean, golly. I don't know. You seem to find ways. Oh, jeez. Listen to you. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, other free agency news is already hitting the market. Uh, Andre Drummond, after being a DNP in King 6 against the Suns in the playoffs, decides to go from West Coast to East Coast. He's going to go play with his biggest tormentor, and that would be Joel Embiid, who one time at one point last year said, quote, I have real estate in his head, a lot of it. End quote. <laughs> uh, so, and Andre Truman now heads to Philadelphia to play with Joel Embiid as a backup. That's a good backup, actually. I mean, Joel Embiid's much better, but I think he brings a lot to the table. Uh, so, yeah, there's. I mean, there's that. You have the uh, you have the re uh, the rejoin of what the friendship, if you will. Melo, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James all on the same team now. Melo posted a 57% effective field goal percentage at one point with, this is kind of one of those David Locke stats, but on shots with fewer than two seconds of touch time, that is such a David Locke stat. Uh, But here's the problem is Melo is an ISO ball guy. LeBron James is an ISO ball guy. Anthony Davis is an ISO ball guy. Russell Westbrook is an ISO ball guy. You're going to have to figure that out. And your bench really did.
2: well, they've, what, the moves that they've made today is put around a lot of shooters. So when that iso ball happens and they get bogged down, they can
1: kick it out to a couple different options for outside shooters. Is it, but is it going to make them better? Like their bench, is it going to be better? I think their bench loses value. I think their bench loses production. I think they're in trouble. They're not a top three team in, in the Western Conference, in my opinion. Really? No.
2: Oh, I think you think I think they're you think
1: the Lakers who they're
2: up there as lost the Kyle one Kuzma,
1: lost Andre Drummond, added Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony. Well, I think
2: the biggest thing is
1: is the Westbrook
2: thing. If <laughs> if they had gone with Buddy Heald instead of Westbrook, I'd say, wow, that is a crazy good team they've got there. But Westbrook, I know he's a former MVP and he gets lots of stats and he does a lot of things, but. I don't know that he always helps his team out.
1: Wait, 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 you wait, look wait, how wait, The wait, Lakers wait. defended no, him. Hold on, timeout. I think we just miscommunicated major here. I just well, I'm just saying the only thing
2: that that is weird about the Lakers that is still unknown for me is just how uh. Russell Westbrook <laughs> fits in there. But everything else that they've done, they put a lot of great shooters around those guys. Okay, so when they go one on one. Wait. In ISO and get bogged down, they
1: can kick it out. Are you saying Lakers are a top three team or are not a, type th- a top three team? I think mean, they are a top. Three okay, team. I just wanted to make sure because you were kind of going backwards, and I was like, wait a I minute, that I missed. Okay, okay. I well, think there's there's weirdness with Westbrook and how he fits in, Russell but everything Westbrook, else makes him really good. Really good. Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso was a what was a decent backup. I mean, what did they add? What Melo at fifty years old? Is going to help the Lakers? Melo was still effective for the Trailblazers. I just... Man, that's bonkers. He found new life in Portland. Okay, as of right now, I know free agency isn't done yet. But as of right now, play with me this game. Give me your top five in the Western Conference. How it would finish in your opinion. Um... I would probably say...
2: I'd probably have to put the Lakers number one, oh, man. Utah number two, <laughs> Phoenix number three. Um, Clippers have been a little bit quiet as of right now, so I'm not sure what
1: the Clippers are doing. I think they're re-signing Kawhi. I mean, they haven't re-signed Reggie Jackson either. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, actually. I guess they did re-sign Nick Batum. Okay.
2: Um, After that, it's hard to tell. I mean, Dallas could be up there. I think Dallas makes some interesting moves. New coach. Uh, Some different guys around Luka. And then, uh, so I put them at number four, and I put Denver at number five. Portland's definitely not moving up. They haven't made any significant moves. They've been very average or below average. And they just lost one of their their playmakers and shooters in Carmelo Anthony.
1: I'm with eight zero zero three. Are you like snorting like crushed up Smarties or something? Where in the world do you think that the Lakers are going to finish number one? Like what in the world? I I've, I've, okay. So okay. here are my here are my, you want my reasons? I'll
2: well, give you well, my reasons.
1: Okay, hold on. I'll give you mine. My top five. Suns one. Nuggets with the healthy Jamal Murray could be two. Clippers, three. Lakers, four. No, sorry. Uh, I'll say Jazz, four. Mm, then it gets interesting. I guess Lakers would be five, probably. Six could be New Orleans. I think Zion Williamson could really help a lot over there. Uh, seven, I don't know, Picker Poison. That seven could be Dallas. Okay, so let's let's hear your reasons. I mean, I know you've already kind of blurred them out. You think that is going to be 2010 Melo and Russell Westbrook is going to f- fit really well in jail with Mello and LeBron, but let, let's hear your reasons. Let's listen out. A-003. Right, okay,
2: number one reason. Listen with me. The number one reason is that the Lakers will have had a very long offseason that they didn't have a year ago. That's the number one reason. LeBron Davis time to rest and heal. Um, the number two reason, I think they've made some good deals to improve their team, like uh, Kendrick Nunn. Oh, left Miami, left a lot of money on the table, but went decided to go to uh, Los Angeles because he thought he could chase a ring there. Uh, uh Horton. Tucker agreed to stay there as well. I think there's a couple different guys that have decided to go to L.A. Shooters, good shooters, and you've got playmakers and experience. I think the Lakers are going to be the number one team in the West.
1: You know who we left out? Golden State, and they're going to be back. I think they'll be competitive, but they're not going to be a top three team in the West. I'm going to move the Jazz from four to six and put the Golden State Warriors at four. (laughs) The number one team last year drops all the way to six. Why would you think that they Eric, the Western Conference is better than it was last year by a long ways. In what ways? How? Would well, you just well Mr. I hey I'm a, I, hey, I talked about hey, the no, Lakers? You tell me. You're Mr. Laker yourself. You tell me. I talked about the one Lakers team. You're talking about all these Eric, other teams making you just moves. You said the Lakers are better, like the number one team. Phoenix adds, right what does Phoenix lose? They got Devin Booker back, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul. It's the exact same team that was number two that went to the Western Conference or, excuse me, NBA Finals. They're back. I'd say that's a number two team in the league. Uh, I would say, I mean, Clippers. Or if they get Kawhi, Reggie Jackson. If, if. There's th- big gifts. There. Oh, because okay. we don't know
2: if they're coming back. They haven't and made they're the gonna moves. Are going
1: to resign if they haven't signed somewhere else? Are re-signing now. So the
2: Phoenix Suns are going to be the number one team because they didn't make any moves. The Jazz don't really make any moves, although they do improve their bench. What do you mean the Jazz didn't make any moves? Favors
1: gone. But okay, so favors gone pulls them from the number one team in the West. To the number six team in the West, and by the way, I still think Ingles or Bogey are gone. And if Bogey leaves, they're definitely going to be a d- bottom five team, or at least bottom of the playoffs. I still think in the playoffs, I don't think that they uh, they finish in the top four, top five. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. So Lakers. So they keep
2: their starting five. Okay. That was a number one team in the NBA.
1: Oh, okay. They regular improve season their bench. Regulars,
2: and they go to number six champs. in the
1: West. That's awesome. Hey, that's look, amazing now that Conley's got his money, maybe he's going to play 40 out of 82 he games He had now. more money
2: last year. What are you talking about now that he has his money? No,
1: he's playing for a contract, and now he's got a contract, and now he can just play the 41 out of 82 games. I agree with Mr. Franson. I had a conversation with him last night, and that smart, smart grasshopper thinks the same as me. That Conley is, I mean, that's great. 41 out of 82 games from Conley a year now. Uh, okay, so Clippers, if they get Kawhi and Reggie Jackson back, that's the same Clippers team who, by the way, beat the Jazz in six, two games without Kawhi, Leonard. Mm, Jazz didn't have Mike Conley. Oh my gosh. Look, if if you're you're going to say it's for the one, you got to say it for the other team as well. Mike Conley played game six, Eric, and the Utah Jazz had game, what, six or game five at home? He had a two-nothing lead. And without Conley... And, with, the, and the, with, okay, let's have a selective forgetfulness here. No, let's, I'm just saying. Let's conveniently you, forget I'm that Donovan saying. Mitchell was playing on one and a half oh, legs. Gosh, hey, let's forget that, uh, what's his bucket, uh, Paul George was playing injured too. All right, so uh, anyways, I think Clippers, Warriors, you know what, I'll hop on the wagon with you. Lakers, fine. Lakers are a better team overall than the Utah Jazz by a long ways. So your top four teams are there. Uh Golden State included. Denver probably gets shoved to five. Utah falls to six. Maybe seven. <laughs> I don't think Dallas is good oh, enough. Oh my gosh. Now I don't think New Orleans is good enough. San Antonio's not gonna make the playoffs. Um is there any other sneaker teams? Houston's not good enough. Yeah. Uh we got some text in here. 4260 says one Suns, two Jazz, three Lakers, four Nuggets, five Mavericks. Ooh, he's high on the Mavericks. I like it. Uh, let's see, 8003. Again, Lakers number one. What are you smoking? 4086. I'm hearing the name Otto Porter and Raul Lopez as possibilities. Please, not Lopez. Give me Porter. Uh, Eric Pascal uh, from the Warriors as a trade. Here's the problem is that what the Jazz are asking for in the trade is something the Warriors don't like. And so, the Warriors are like, look, he might as well just hold on to the guy. But they like they have interest in Ingles. Uh, Nine three one five. Audrey hates on the Jazz this year and says they will be a six through eight. But they ended up being the number one seed. So if he picks them as the number four or five teams, that means they'll be a lot higher. There you go. No, it's true. What what I'm saying is that Paul I think will stay healthy. DeAndre Ayton's going to get better. And remember, the Suns beat the Jazz two out of three in the regular season. No, three out of three, actually. They beat them all three, didn't they? No, it was uh, two, two out, out of three. three? Yep. Uh, let's see here. nine eight three five. What the Lakers added was age. A lot of it. I say they dropped to five. That is true. There is a lot of age. And they don't have much of a bench, do they?
2: Uh, it's, it's a pretty deep bench. A bunch of veterans.
1: Mellow... T.H.T. still there. Is Dwight Howard on the Lakers now? He reunited with uh, them, didn't yeah. he? Yep. So Dwight Howard, he could be a problem. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Kyle Lowry's going to the Heat, so I don't have to worry about that. I don't know, man. I think it's a tougher road for the Utah. The Utah Jazz. Malik had- Monk. Kendrick Nunn. Oh, yeah. Kendrick Nunn will be good for them. Malik Monk, I'm like, uh. Monk's young. I mean, he's... Four years in the league, playing in Charlotte. Oh, has he been four years already? Wow. Man, that's a, that makes me feel old. Well, I'm glad you're optimistic on the Utah Jazz. Good for you. By the way, Curry, first ever to sign two $200 million plus deals. Oh, just signed another one. Did he really? He did. Wow. $215 15 million. That takes him through the 25-26 season. His 17th in the NBA, and he'll be 38 years old by that time. That's crazy, man. He's worth it. Oh, he's worth every penny. 32 points a game. Nearly broke his own NBA record by making, what, five and a half threes per game? And he wasn't even fully healthy. And they went on a 16-6 run in their last 22... And then lost those two games in the uh, play-in tournament. 8798
2: uh, eight on our Guild Mortgage text line. Lakers will finish in the middle of the West. AD is injury prone. LeBron can't stay healthy. Westbrook can't shoot. And Melo is washed up. Those are all legit reasons. I don't know about this LeBron can't stay healthy. He's he not He's never
1: had injury issues until just this last year. You mean the last two years? Eric, they missed the playoffs two years ago because of injuries for LeBron. Well, I guess that's true. That's three years ago. he's carrying so many miles on his body, like I mean we're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of miles on this guy's body, and you want him to go uh, he ain't gonna play back to back like if this that's why of a they back-to-back. went out
2: and why they were so keen on the Westbrook deal it gets another playmaker they can he can take breaks longer breaks on the bench, but he can't shoot Eight seven nine eight, nines eight spot on that's why they surrounded him with other shooters. That's when they went and got Monk and and Nun and
1: Mello. <laughs> hey, you and uh, I think there's a couple Laker fans on here. I think, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, yeah, you and that person can get along great. You and Todd Lucarini <laughs> would be best friends. Todd's uh, a big Lakers. Hey, fan. um,
2: we need to take a time out here, but one of the names that, that is a possibility. For Utah, Frank Kaminsky
1: from Phoenix. No way. Center? No way. I would love that. I would love Frankie. Oh, man, really? It's available. There's a hope? Uh, Willie Hernan Gomez is another one. Uh, Gomez is okay. I still like Frankie better. Huh. All right. Uh 8798, the older LeBron gets, the harder it will be to stay healthy. Westbrook won't be able to make up the difference. He's a liability. Yeah, dude, ask Oklahoma City, Houston, Washington. He's a liability. But well, is your dad is Mr. Franson a Lakers fan? Is that why you're all sudden on board with the Lakers? No. You guys were having a barbecue. No. Markeef Morris is signing a deal with Miami Heat. I mean He'd have improved their roster Chicago's improved their roster DeMar DeRozan is going to Chicago Oh, is DeRozan headed to Chicago? Really? Yeah. That's a good fit for him Dude, the sp- dude Popovich has got to be retiring He's got to be thinking, you know what? It was fun But all the guys hate me now It's time to move on I mean, if DeRozan's leaving He must really suck as a coach <laughs> Uh, coming up
2: here on the full court press, we're going to hear from uh, Craig Ander, head coach of the Green Canyon Wolves, give us a preview of their upcoming season. We're a week and a half away, AJ. It's it's breathing down our necks. Which I'm is ready. Ex- really exciting to see what happens with high school football around here. Uh, we've had some great teams go very deep into the playoffs. So Will we see more of that? Uh, next hour, we'll hear from Travis Cox for the Ridgeline River Hawks. Uh, that. Could be the team to beat, not just in Region 11, but one of the top teams in all of 4A. So we'll hear his thoughts on that. Uh, Updates on what's going on in the Olympics. Team USA, uh, the French national team, the Australians, all in action. How are they doing? Former Jazz, or not former, current Jazz players involved in that. And uh, just your reactions to the Rudy Gay pickup for the Utah Jazz uh, in free agency. And what more do they need to do? What other pieces uh, or not necessarily players specifically. I guess you can suggest those, but uh, like a position. What other positions are you? Eric the guys wants to, go to hear
1: you say, Yeah, we need Mello, Kendrick Nunn, we need Westbrook, we gotta get LeBron and A D. Anybody on the Lakers we gotta get on the Jazz will be the best team. Four three five three trade Donovan three, nine, trade Rudy.
2: Zero three two one if you want to weigh in.
1: Trade
4: Tony Bradley. Bright green cars. That's the only thing you need to remember as you're driving down Main Street in Logan looking for Jarek's fine jewelry. Hi, this is Jarek. We have a lot of people comment on the bright green cars outside and some even talk about the building. But the overwhelming responses come when they step inside. Jarek's showroom was created to offer an intimate, romantic setting for couples to enjoy their ring-buying experience. Everyone is treated like a friend with no price negotiation needed. Make your engagement special. Make it Jarek's. Come see us at 930 North Main in Logan. Just look for the bright green cars.
5: Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Visit LesHolson.com to learn more.
0: Well... What shall we talk about? You're listening to The Doug Gottlieb Show.
5: What now, Chris Paul? He can opt out. He could become a free agent. He could stay there. I'm not somebody who says you should give him 30 plus million for three years because the reality is he didn't play against the best of the best to get to the NBA Finals. And eventually the NBA Finals wore him down. That's just the
0: reality. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Whoa! You asked, and Cherry Peak Resort listened. I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. Scotty McCreary is back. This is it. This is
5: Due to high fire danger and your safety, the concert has once again been moved to Green Canyon High School Football Stadium.
0: Thursday, August 5th. Scotty McCreary Live. Scotty McCreary brings his high energy show to Cache Valley. You don't want to miss it. Tickets will go fast. I'm coming over I hope it's all right. A big thanks to Green Canyon High School Administration. Food, fun, and Scotty McCreary live at Green Canyon High School Football Stadium. Don't miss Scotty McCreary in concert. Tickets available now at SkiCPR.com. That's SkiCPR.com. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com.
2: The Green Canyon Wolves coming into their fifth season as a high school and as a football program. Craig Ander has been there at the helm for each of those years and coming into his fifth for the uh, the Wolves. And, uh, Coach, thanks for joining us as we talk a little bit more about what's going on in Region 11 and focusing on uh, your football team this year.
5: Hey, thank you. It's uh, good to talk to you guys.
2: Hey, uh, First of all, last year, a very tight region uh, and how things went down. Uh, you, you ended up finishing third, but it came down to the wire and how things played out. Um, how you Obviously, it happens every year. You lose players, you graduate. You have some that come back, and you've got some that are totally new. Uh, what's your first assessment of your team so far this year with only a short time before this season gets underway?
5: Uh, well, first and foremost, I've really been impressed with their dedication and their uh their their desire to work hard uh, um our guys that are returning are great leaders and they want they want to do better than last year and so they understand it takes hard work to do that and so far they've been putting that hard work in
2: now you some of the guys that are coming back seems like you do have some experience coming back in the trenches uh, if i understand that correctly some on the offensive and defensive line
5: yeah 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 that's a fair assessment you know uh Kind of being led by Bryce Radford. He's our left tackle. Uh, And Kyle Baker, our tight end, that both played last year. Both started for a couple years and uh, are are really showing great leadership uh, uh, trying to take our team forward.
2: Jake Lindeen was a great athlete and a a good quarterback for you. He's graduated. He's left. So having that experience on the offensive line has got to help your new quarterback coming in. And uh, who is that going to be?
5: Uh, Our new quarterback will be Jack Stevens. Uh, he is uh, going to be a junior. He's he's been putting in the work. Uh, he knows he's got big shoes to fill, and like we said, we don't want him to fill Jake Lundin's shoes. We want him to make his own shoes and have his own style and his own ability. And he's he's really worked hard to reach his potential.
2: Uh, what will that? Uh, I, I mean. It's hard not to compare students and (laughs) positions, but how is he? What what type of quarterback is he looking like? He's going to be for you. Maybe that's a better way to put it.
5: You know, he's gonna. We'll still have our spread offense, and uh, he can run the ball very well. He's a good runner. Uh, He throws the ball. He he's very good at processing, working through the receivers and the progressions that way. Uh, You know, I would anticipate a balance. Uh, between him running and our running back, uh, uh, Gavin Christensen, who's going to be a junior, uh, uh, those two will probably s- split runs, and then uh, Jack's doing well with the pass game. You know, there's some more things we need to work on, but we got a couple more weeks, and, and we just need to get him a lot more reps.
2: Again, we're talking to uh, Craig Andrews, the head coach for the Green Canyon Wolves, and uh, coach besides the offense. Defensively, uh, you always pride yourself on having a a solid defense. What's that defense going to look like this year for you?
5: Well, uh, you know, it's got a couple guys returning. Uh, Cordell Coates uh, played D-line for us. We're going to move him to um, uh, uh, Mike, an inside linebacker. Uh, Will Wheatley was a freshman last year, played a lot of D-line. He's coming back, and he'll be able to help us a lot. Uh, Cole Fives a returner at safety, and Peyton Woods a returner at corner. So you know you build around those guys, and um, and uh, we've got some good young talent coming in that uh, I think are ready to play in those positions.
2: Coach, this was a really competitive region, uh, and I know that there's um, you know there's some wild cards here. There's been some coaching changes. Uh, but, uh, for you and, and your coaching staff, has it been stable or have you had some changes with your coaching staff coming to the season?
5: Uh, we've been pretty stable. We keep a lot of the same guys. you know we've got uh, there's always adjustments here and there. Uh, one of the adjustments we've made is Joby Parker, who's been with me for years and years, is going to take over the sole responsibility of offensive coordinator and um, and and he's he's coming along really nicely with that. You know, we've got the legend with us. Perry Christensen has, has been able to come back and coach with us. He's been around for a lot of years, coaching at, being a head coach at Logan, being a head coach at Skyview, coaching at Mountain Crest. He coached at Skyview with me. He's been the offensive coordinator at Skyview the past few years, and gosh, we're excited to have him come coach with us this year.
2: What's it like having somebody with that kind of experience on your staff? And uh, is Every now and then, is he setting you straight on different things, or how does that relationship work out for you?
5: Oh, I, Coach Christian and I have a great relationship. We've worked together a lot of years. And when I first started coaching, I was his, this was a couple years ago, but I was his freshman coach, and it was my start into coaching. And so he's helped me along uh, a, a long time. And, you know, Coach Christensen is just, uh, just wonderful because he, he adds input, he has ideas, and he has ways to look at to improve but but he gets it it's uh it's not his call to make all the time and he's been great just adding his input and then letting us make our decisions but i I found the majority of the time we follow what his advice is because of his experience and his his expertise
2: you open the season hosting crimson cliffs you've got some other really tough teams on your schedule before you get into region play uh what's your philosophy when you put together your those uh, non-region games, the type of schools you like to try to put on your schedule?
5: Well, um, uh, my philosophy is I want to play some really good teams and I want a diversity of the types of teams we play. But unfortunately, everybody else has philosophies too, so you always don't get exactly what you want. But I'm really excited about this schedule. Uh, We wanted to play somebody from that lower region, uh, the St. George region, and and, uh, we got Crimson Cliffs to come up here and and play, and, and, and they've got some really good players. I, we're going to be tested there. You know, then we're playing some really good teams. Morgan played for a state championship in 3A. Uh, they beat us last year. Uh, we're playing Skyline of Idaho, who won a state championship in a dominant fashion for Idaho last year. And then we got Park City, who is always in the running for state championships, or at least the quarterfinals every year. And and so we've got our work cut out for us. we got some great teams to play, but but, you know, we feel like that's got to prepare us for region. Our region is tough. Every single week is going to be a challenge. And so we want to have that mentality that every week we got to bring our A game.
2: And looking at Region 11, I mean, when you kind of survey the field there, how do you see Region 11 this year? Maybe not necessarily compared to years past, but what does it look like this year? Is it going to be another tough year? Will a state champion come out of this region?
5: Well, I can never predict that, but uh, I, I predict our region will do very well because it's tough. It's a good region, and uh, you got Logan, who's got a good quarterback, some good good skill positions, you know, Skyview's reloading. Uh, uh, the Ridgeline brings back a lot of returners from a good team last year. Uh, you know always got a tough Bear River team that's hard-nosed and tough football and you know, we don't know exactly what Mountain Crest is going to bring, but uh, as I've researched that new coach, he's had a lot of success, and he, he has success wherever he goes. So we're planning on them being a tough team.
2: Well, Coach, we, uh, we're excited for the return of high school football. It's a great time of year. It's uh, kind of hard to believe it's upon us. Coming up here real, real quickly, what are the last things you think you need to be fine-tuning with this squad before your season and home opener coming up on the 13th?
5: You know, we've got a lot of young guys, good athletes, but a lot of young guys, and we just need reps, repetitions. We need lots of, lots of game scenario type stuff just to give our kids experience to try and catch them up into varsity level football. I'm excited for their work ethic. I'm excited for what they want to do. But a big thing for us is we just need more, more reps. And so we've got plans to do that over the next couple of weeks and prepare ourselves for that first game.
2: Well, Coach, thanks for your time. I know it's a really busy time of the year for you and your team and uh, getting ready for the season, so thank you. Appreciate it, and uh, best of luck with uh, you and the Wolves.
5: Hey, thank you very much, and thank goodness it's fall again.
4: (laughs) That's true. All right, thanks. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership? And we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience. Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com.
6: When it's time for a new haircut, don't cut into your wallet. At New Horizons Beauty College, haircuts, color, highlights, pedicures, and manicures are far less expensive than going to a salon. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. You'll get a great look at a great price. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. New Horizons Beauty College, 550 North Main, in the clock tower plaza in logan
0: it's the full court press with eric franson and aj selvison i'm gonna have to put a one right here right eric so it's not expired <laughs> <laughs> he did the same thing to you i didn't notice yes, that Yes, you did. luckily i'm a good forger I'm... i honestly did not notice that here you go Where's... sir this, this expired, expired in 1992 <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here no that's
2: that's 2092 <laughs>
0: Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
7: We all have items in our homes that can be recycled. Old aluminum cans, aluminum siding, car batteries, electrical cords, plumbing fixtures, and dozens of other things. Did you know if Americans recycled just one-tenth of their newspapers, it would save 25 million trees this year? Recycling is easy at Valley Recycling. Take in your metals, even if you're not sure what they are. They'll take what they can and pay you for it. Valley Recycling pays cash for old cars and other scrap metal. That's why they say when you go green, you get green. At Valley Recycling, 145 North 10th West in Logan.
0: It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
1: Eric, I know I complain about this all the time, but we got to be better about it. I mean, it's a new season, season 19. We got to get some new music to come welcome us back. Like, You don't like Good Charlotte? Bon Jovi. Yeah, but I love Good Charlotte, man. I mean, you know, everybody wants to live or whatever that song is. But we, our listeners have been hearing Good Charlotte for five years now. They want something new. They want ACDC. They want Beyonce, Jay-Z. Tom Maybe Petty. you could just, like, throw down some beats and we'll just record it. Well, no, because I've already reached out to Z Dog. <laughs> Said you and him got a contract to do something together. Oh, hey, uh, uh, Green, Green Canyon, Canyon should be interesting. Yeah, that's going to be kind of a wild card team. Uh, it was interesting listening to Coach Onder there. Um, and Wait, you keep saying Onder? Yeah. I always thought it was Ander. I think it's Coach Onder. Look at how it's spelled. I'm pretty sure it's Ander. No, because if it was Ander, it would be A-N-D-E-R. It's A-H-N-D. No, it's A-N-H-D-E-R.
2: If it was A-H-N-D-R, maybe it would be
1: Ander. No. It's Ander. It's Ander. I've always called him Coach Ander, and he always looks at me with a smile and a... Happy face because he knows you
2: keep mispronouncing his no, name over and over no, again.
1: No, when someone mispronounces my name and calls me AJ or Ah Hey or Ah G, you even I look at him you and I'm even like, introduce dude. yourself as AJ. Yeah, no, uh, I'm like, dude, what? I really want to be AJ. Nights. So what Just call me AJ. I mean, I look at the person, I'm like, dude, what did this dude just did? <laughs> All right. <laughs> did this dude just oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, Coach Yonder, uh, I'm excited about what they got going here. I think it'll be a wild card team in the Region 11. Again, it's going to be different, Eric. Only two regions in 4A: one South, one North. That's it. No in betweens. It's just St. George versus Northern Utah. Which, yeah. by the Southern way, Utah versus Northern I hate. Utah. I absolutely hate that. Why? Why did they need to change that? It was fine the way it is. Now you only have two regions competing for a state championship in 4A. I think it's silly that in the middle of Utah, along the Wasatch Front, nobody is in a 4A classification. Yeah, like Twilight nobody Ogden, Bonneville, Box Elder. Oh, I, I don't get that. Man, makes no sense to me. Anyways, uh, I, I think they. I, I think there'll be a wild card team. I, I don't know if they finish in the top three, but I think they're competing in the four or five spot. Well, that's it. I'm having
2: a hard time. Like I, I think Skyview and Ridgeline are your cream of the crop. Are going to be at the top.
1: Yeah. After that, it's there's a lot of unknowns. I. By the way, I'm going to flip that on you. I'm going to go Ridgeline Skyview. Well, I think you could flip a coin. Oh yeah. Uh, I. I uh, but beyond that, I think it's tough. I'm excited. I'm ex- we we ex- don't know with Mountain
2: Crest. There's just too many unknowns with the new coaching staff. Yeah. I mean, they do have an offensive line that's coming back and a quarterback coming back. That's a great recipe to do well. But with the
1: new coach, it's, it's going to take a year or two to, to you know develop into something. It will. Just, I mean, it's not a Mark Wooten situation where he comes in and he inherits a ton of talent from Art Erickson and then goes on to win a state championship. That's just not what's going to happen here at all. Uh, or when Art Erickson in his first year inherited a ton, a ton of talent, including Ryan Zimmerman, and then won a state championship in his first year. I mean, that's just... It's not how it goes, right? And then the other thing too, Bear River. I think there's
2: some real unknowns with the Bears this year, and yeah, what they're look
1: like. they lost a ton of talent too. I mean, they lost a chunk of good talent, One of the best running backs in the state for sure. Yeah, uh, and a lot of veteran experience. So I'm not sure where they're going to end up at Logan. Could be. I think Logan's on the up and up. I like. I agree with you. I, I, I think, think Logan's, Logan's gonna, an improving program. Me too, and I think they've got some. Uh, Good things to show here coming up in the uh, in the, in the 2021 season here in two weeks. Uh, so coming up next hour, we'll talk to Travis Cox with the uh, Ridgeline Riverhawks. Really excited about that one, dude. That is the team to beat in four A. There's there's no question in my mind. What happened last year with with Caden getting injured and uh you know and losing that game that was such a bummer too. He's back. He's healthy. He's a heck of a basketball player too. But at quarterback with Travis Cox at the helm, that team's going to be a juggernaut, and they're going to be a problem in 4A for everybody. I'm looking forward to them. Yeah, me too. Uh, so, exciting time to kind of preview these,
2: uh, these teams, uh, talk to the coaches, hear it from them, and prepare for uh, the upcoming season, which begins August 13th. And once again, we will have a designated radio station, designated broadcast coverage. For each team in Region We are looking for 11. a
1: designated color guy for Mountain Crest. If that is you, text in right now. That's, that's true. I did put the word out today. <laughs> we uh, we need a color analyst. Our color analyst is leaving. Somebody who's willing to
2: pal around with AJ Knight for a little bit.
1: Move the camera back and forth. Push some buttons while you're at it. Hang out with Dallin.
2: Now, you don't have to hang out with Dallin. <laughs> you don't have to. Dallin won't be there. He ain't going? I don't think so. Why not? Uh, hey, the Olympics going on, and um, a lot of the events uh, shifting to the track and field, some of the premier events. And that's yeah. kind of fun to watch. Um, there's you sounded been
1: some, so bored when you just said that.
2: No, I mean, there's been some good competitions, like the high jump. We were into that last night, and those I watched, were kind of crazy I watched watch. women's
1: wrestling. That was pretty good. Hmm. I didn't know that was on. I didn't watch that one. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. I was kind of impressed with them all. Uh, men's basketball is going on,
2: and several different games took place. Uh, late last night, early this morning. Uh, USA beating Spain. It was tied at halftime, and uh, the Americans pull away and win by 14. France beats Italy. Australia over Argentina, and uh, so these are uh, quarterfinal games. And uh, here's just a, a quick recap of uh, that from Jim Ryan about the men's basketball win over Spain.
0: Set his sights on adding to the gold medals he helped to win at London in 2012 and Rio five years ago. The 32-year-old was the dominant force as the Americans faced Spain, the reigning champions of the International Basketball Federation. Durant scored 29. Teammates Jason Tatum and Drew Holiday had 13 and 12, respectively. Ricky Rubio of the Cleveland Cavaliers had 38 for Spain. The U.S. wins by a relatively slim 95-81 to advance to Thursday's semifinal. Jim Ryan, ABC Sports, at the Summer Olympics in Tokyo.
1: Thanks, Jim Ryan. Thanks. 14 points. I don't know if that's relatively slim. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Barely squeezed by him. Hey, 7994, Ajay's wrong again. Coach Ander Ander, is just laughing at you because you can't even get his name right, let alone speak English correctly. Well, guess what, 7994? Don't text again until you can spell my name right. (laughs)
2: Aw, Jay. (laughs) Aw, Jay. (laughs) Look, Team USA, great performance um, uh, by uh, Kevin Durant. He really took over in the second quarter to close out the the, the half because they were down. Uh, Then they came back and closed it up, uh, got tied, and then had a really strong third quarter and uh, even got better in the fourth, improved their defense. Um, Dude, they could not miss from deep either in the second half. Yeah, Drew Holiday, 12 points. Five assists. Uh, Tatum with 13 off the bench. Uh, Zach Levine, one of his better games, 10 points off the bench. Um, so, yeah, nice nice performance by Team USA. Spain, look, Ricky Rubio, great for him. Yeah. But some of the other key guys are just, they're a little bit older and just... I know. He was going to catch up to them eventually. Do you remember, like, it,
1: it, was a, it, was a, it was a ancient version of the... 2008 Beijing team. Remember that team? Like, Rudy Fernandez, Ricky Rubio, uh, Jose Cauldron was out with an injury. Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol, Marc Gasol. They were young and in their prime, and that team was a problem. Nasty. Oh, dude. And by the way, that 2008 team was much better than this 2021 team. Oh, yeah. And, dude, Spain gave them everything they could handle and that much more. So, uh yeah, good win for them. They couldn't miss from deep. I, you know, the crazy thing is, Eric, like they just kept leaving Ke- Kevin Durant open on the on the perimeter. Like it was just driving kick. Like J.Ru Holiday would go to the lane, kick Durant. Uh, Damian Lillard goes to the lane, kicks the Durant. Like they're leaving a seven foot guy open for three. And usually you're like, okay, I dare you to shoot it, unless his name's Kevin Durant. And then you're just, I mean, then you're just picking your poison at this point. I wonder how Australia responds. It's a big showdown in the semifinal between Australia and Team I can't wait for this game, by the way. I'm so excited. Speaking of Australia, they took care of business against Argentina. Oh, my goodness. Argentina Why just too? does not really. No. Speaking
2: of looking ancient Depending and not having what you used ball. to have, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Joe Ingles had 11 points, Good 7 for assists, 4 rebounds. Wow. Golden State, you're going to like him. Patty Mills led the scoring for Australia. By the way, Patty Mills is headed to Brooklyn.
1: Join the Nets. What? Yep. Nuh-uh. Yes. <laughs> Dude, Popovich, just call it, man. You're good. Uh, our good oh. friend Dante Exum played 22 minutes. Why do you do this? He had nine points, five rebounds, three assists. And he's still a free agent, by the way. Tells you everything you need to know about that situation. Yeah. <laughs> pretty balanced scoring by Australia. Uh, and then the other game of note
2: was France over Italy, 84-75. to 75, And really the big story there. Leading scorer for France was Rudy Gobert. 22 points, 9 rebounds. He had a steal and a block. Uh, great performance by Rudy. And really, he had some really key possessions late. In the last minute, minute and a half, he had a dunk. He hit two free throws and a block. So a oh, real geez. key performance by Rudy oh, to man. seal the deal for Holy France. crap. <laughs> Take that, NBA. <laughs> Jeez, really? Evan Fournier also chipped in 21 points. Uh, Batum had 15 so, uh, pretty solid scoring there, and uh, that's so awesome. multiple weapons there from France. They're yeah. they're
1: they're going to be tough, dude. They're going to be good. I think France is going to be uh, an issue here. Australia is going to be. This is going to really what it's going to come down to is, is Australia. If they can get through Australia, I think they have a great shot versus France. But don't leave out Slovenia. I mean, Luka yeah. Doncic is playing out of his mind. Had He's 40 got a pretty good I supporting think. cast. Yeah, at forty something again to beat was it Nigeria. Who did they beat, Eric? Uh, this yeah, morning, they, uh, they did not play this morning. They must have played yesterday. Then, uh, yeah, they beat
2: Germany. Germany, that's who it was. Ninety-four to seventy. Good heck! Are and they on our side of the bracket, or are do Doncic had twenty points, eleven assists, eight rebounds. Wow! Nearly got a triple.
1: Wow! Four seven eight one. Yes, you did spell my name right. Nine seven nine nine four. Just helping you pronounce your name correctly. Thanks. Uh, nine three one zero. Eric, need a color guy. I'm interested. I have two years' experience with Bill Guerin at USU filming football practices and games. Totally willing to learn about the Mountain Crest team and be at all the games. Let me know. Okay, let's uh let's interview you right now. Um, call in and I'm gonna do some play by play and I want you to do my, be my color guy. And I want you to do it in a version of Bill Walton. <laughs> no. Let's, for the sake of everyone who may be listening, <laughs> let's not do that. Okay, can we do him Can we In uh, all honesty. Hey, we should make him, let's we'll have him do his interview right here. His tryout is on air. No. And, and we'll have him be the color guy. We are not going to do that. He will be uh, Booger McFarland. <laughs> Booger? Yeah.
2: Booger McFarland.
1: I just said that. that is how you pronounced it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I have an accent. Sue me.
2: Booger McFarland. No,
1: don't. I just said it, Eric. I said it correctly. It's not like Onder and ander. See, now you're just provoking people. <laughs> now look at you, call. Grow up. All right. Uh, so next hour we got nine three one
2: zero. So Thanks for texting in. We'll uh, we'll we'll keep in touch.
1: We'll follow up. That's gotta be terrifying for nine three one zero. He's like, oh no, what did I do wrong? Don't worry, nine three one zero. It's okay. He's excited. He just doesn't know how to show it. It's like Belichick.
2: <laughs> That's great. We, we already did a Belichick. A few we're looking months, forward to it. A
1: few months ago. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I want that back. Uh, yeah. So, stat and player next hour, too, by the way. Too. Yeah, we're we'll into to the stat that blew our minds. Our
2: player of the week. We'll identify who that is. Uh, we'll also hear from Coach Travis Cox,
1: head coach for the uh, Ridgeline Riverhawks. College football rumors, too. There's a lot of them.
2: Yeah there a lot of them are very No some uncounted. of them are legit though. I don't know. I think it's it's time for people to just kind of blow smoke and see how people react. Brick
1: M- Murphy's real. Is it Mac Murphy? <laughs> Stick around Seriously. more full court press coming up.
7: I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise. We live in an age of numbers, but right now there's one number that seems to be changing everything in sports. Today is Tom Brady's 44th birthday. That means it's almost a decade that we've been waiting for him to fall off a cliff. In that time, we've had no choice but to rethink what's possible for older athletes. He won the Super Bowl at age 43 and with the entire starting roster back, he'll have a great chance to do it again in Tampa. Maybe Brady is an exception because he didn't have that much athleticism to start with so there wasn't that much to lose. But Brady shows how important a mental aspect of the game is. You see the same thing in a 36-year-old LeBron James. We just saw Phil Mickelson become the oldest golfer to win a major. All-time greats like Roger Federer, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Serena Williams still going strong. I guess the legends defy normal rules of aging, and Tom Brady is one of the best examples of that all time. Happy birthday, Tom. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. When Callaway introduced the Apex irons, they created the player's distance iron category. Now they're redefining it with the Apex 21, the first forged irons designed with artificial intelligence. With Apex, classic forged craftsmanship is paired with the futuristic AI for a combination of tour feel, incredible distance, and shot-making control. There's an Apex for everyone. There's Apex, Apex Pro, and the new, forgiving Apex DCB. Find your Apex at CallawayGolf.com Apex. It's not normal to feel tired all the time. That's why I want to tell you about M-Drive Boost and Burn, the supplement that helps you boost your energy, shed pounds, stay strong. Find it at Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop. Or you can go to mdrivedan.com. You get free shipping. There's 60-day money-back guarantee. You got nothing to lose except for some pounds. Fight back against the clock. Get leaner with M-Drive Boost and Burn. M-Drive Boost and Burn, available at mdrivedan.com. Make sure you refind your... What's the deal with the Dan Patrick Show? Dan Patrick. You're still fighting for Tiki Barber to get in the Hall of Fame.
1: I'm not even actually a fan of Tiki Barber, really, but his stats suggest he's a Hall of Famer. His stats blow away Marshawn Lynch. Okay.
7: Because that's the debate now. Marshawn Lynch is retired. Yes, he. If Pete Carroll had just given the ball to Marshawn Ooh. to run in, instead of throwing that pass, we wouldn't even it wouldn't even be a question that he's a Hall of Famer. Okay.
0: Dan Patrick. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
4: If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. Home for Skyview
0: Sports. Wow, wow. Sports Talk Radio. KLGN Logan. 106.9 FM. 1390 AM. The Fan. We are four. And here's what you need to know. Start with
3: news from the NFL where Indianapolis guard Quentin Nelson is going to miss 5-12 to 12 weeks of the foot injury similar to the one that sidelined his quarterback Carson Wentz. Dak Prescott not going to play Thursday night in the Hall of Fame game as he continues to rehab. His shoulders strain Matthew Stafford out for a couple workouts after hitting his thumb on a teammate's helmet. Minnesota Vikings released cornerback Jeff Gladney after he was indicted on assault charges stemming from an incident in April. Talks between the Pac-12 and Big 12 about a possible strategic partnership. Between the two conferences, NBA free agency moves well. A sign and trade sends Demar Derozan to Chicago on a three-year, $85 million dollar agreement. Thaddeus Young, Al-Farouq and a first rounder go to the Spurs. The Lakers adding Carmelo Anthony, Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, and they re-sign Taylon Horton Tucker and Ashley Twitchell leading the women's open water marathon swim. Ralph Irvin.
7: Do you know who this is?
0: Full court press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill
7: for the lead! He's
0: good! It. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Salvason. i hate
2: to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate
1: to see you general manager a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act
0: like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan,
2: full court press Eric Francis and AJ Salveson, dude. It's so good to see him. <laughs>
1: I love that guy, he's full of energy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What's that supposed
1: to mean? Oh, no, he's a very energetic, <laughs> happy guy. That's great. Hey, so, uh, you know, there's some people who are up in arms who have been listening to our show about your prediction about the Utah State Aggies. You know, we just brought up in that conversation with the individual, but I'm serious. There's some people up in arms right now about you not being too high on Utah State um, that approached me about it and said, what is he thinking? Like, why can't he see that, you know, is he taking last season and putting it into the season and saying, hey, it looks like again – no, same jar that we're looking at from last year, Eric. There's some people who weren't happy with uh, your prediction. Talk to I, us I about get what's it. going That's on. That's fine. With
2: your head. That's fine. You know, and I, I hold every right to be able to change my opinion on what my prediction is going to be. Sure. When I start to see this team in action and start to see them uh, practice and come together. Um. But look, this was a team with all kinds of off the field problems last year. They had plenty of on the field problems two. Um I'm really excited about this new coaching staff. I am excited about the the transfers that have come in. Um, but um I also know there's some really good teams in the Mountain West that they'll have to face. So uh I I really hope I'm wrong. I think five and seven is um feasible. Six and six is probable. Seven and five is optimistic.
1: Eight and four? I just I don't see that. I just don't four losses. So I mean, look, I, I just don't. They're going to be Washington State. I'd love to believe it. I would. You lose. But I can't right now. You lose. Maybe what Boise State? All right. You lose one there. Nevada. Nevada. And that's in Reno. No, that's at home. That's at home this year. Thank goodness. I don't know, man. I'm I'm optimistic. Seven and five, and I'm standing by that. I just think that they're going to be a very good football team. In fact, uh, there was a. Uh, Big game boomer does these stupid polls, right? The most overrated, underrated team in every conference. Overrated, Mount West. Boise State. Underrated, Nevada. Okay. That's, yeah. I don't know if they're, I, don't, I wouldn't say Boise State's overrated at this point in time. Uh, Text into our uh, show, Guild Mortgage text line, 435 339 0321. 435 339 0321. Love to hear from you guys. Six, eight, nine, one. I would go with a five hundred Aggie team this year. All right. So six and six get you to a bowl game. Yeah. It might be in Boise, but that's okay. A bowl game in and Blake Anderson's first year at Utah State's not shabby. Six and six could get you to Tucson as well. Get you down to the Arizona mm. Bowl. Yeah. The Barstool Arizona boy, that could be interesting. I don't think the Jimmy
2: Kimmel Los Angeles Bowl is really in the
1: works for Utah State. Not this year. Not this year. Okay, let me ask you. Do you see the Aggies being in the Mount West Conference Championship within the next four years?
2: Well, that's hard. That's a whole other recruiting class away. Sure. Um,
1: but you look at that 22 recruiting class they got, and it's pretty bonkers.
2: Yeah, I, I within four years? Yes. So it could be two or three or yes, four. Yes, correct. Um. Yeah, I think that they me could. Me too. Me too. I think Blake Anderson I, and his I'm staff hearing is going great things about this Me how too. how these this
1: coaching staff and how they're doing on the recruiting trail. Yeah. I'm excited. I I think that this team's going to make that massive improvements. I think they're going to be on the on the trajectory going upward and I I yeah, I can see this team in the Mountain West Conference title game within the next 4 years. Um again, me, uh, Utah State Football Media Day is uh Thursday, August uh, 5th. We uh, we get a chance to sit down with coaches and players and hear from Blake Anderson and uh, and I mean we'll get one on ones with assistant coaches and with players. We'll talk about the quarterback situation. We'll post our all we'll post all the audio online. We'll have it here on the full court press. Uh, and then they start fall camp on Friday with two scrimmages that are open. Everything else is closed. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask about that because I remember Coach Anderson and maybe our listeners can correct me when I say this. But if I remember, right, coach Anderson said that the practices would be open. And now he's changed that that they are closed. I just I want to know why. Yeah, I It's a good question. And I ask it respectfully too, not like I'm trying to go against it. I just wanted It's kind of interesting he goes against that. You know, with Gary Anderson they were always open. Um but I'm with you. I thought that Blake Anderson said that he'd yeah. he
2: have his practices open to the Help plans, me listeners.
1: But. If you heard anything similar, will you please help me on that. Make sure I'm not lying to myself.
2: It very well could be that, like look, we've we're trying to do something new here and set a tone and gonna, the Mountain West doesn't have tape on us. Yeah. And what we're doing so we don't want people yeah, but no one's inadvertently.
1: Gonna, yeah, but no one's gonna like, hey, look, hey, hey, everybody, look secrets. at this. Let's post this on mountwestconference.com or something. No one's no, gonna do that. No, But they'll show
2: like, hey, look what this great play that these guys did, and that you can devise a few things from watching some highlights that get posted on social media. But you're right, Aggie fans are are good about not giving away details like
1: like that. But uh, you never know. Uh 2305 text in. What changes do you see in the Mount West conference if Boise State goes to the Big Twelve? There's gonna to need to be some big changes. I mean, just to keep the conference alive. Uh the conference can exist with ten teams,
2: but I don't know how long it can exist. Um certainly it's a better distribution among the members, but at the same time, the amount of money you're distributing probably goes down without Boise State in the mix. So I don't know. It's the, the there's word that uh uh Bob Bullsby, the Big 12 commissioner was uh, meeting with the new
1: Pac 12 commissioner to try yeah. to
2: figure out some kind of an alliance or a scheduling arrangement, try to
1: help each other out. Yep. And then meanwhile the uh yeah, well the Big 12 yeah, and then not only that but the AAC's kind of like, "Wait, we want to get a part of that. How do we get a part of it?" Might be too many uh at the time to to fill the table for the AAC to be a part of. Uh, you mentioned, and this is big thanks to Destry, who reached out to me on Twitter, uh, but Destry tells me that the Aggies do not play Nevada, which is true. They go to San Jose State. Oh,
2: that's right. They're on the other side of that scheduling arrangement. Yes, thank you for that correction. Yeah. Still, San Jose. I know. Okay, you and trade one yeah. good team yeah, for yeah, exactly. another it's good team. It's not like
1: we're like, hey, we're going from San Jose State to UNLV or whatever. We're going to San Jose State to Nevada to San Jose State, and you're on the road at San Jose State, by the way. It's going to be a tough one on November 13th, and that's going to be, I mean, that's a full week. You got, you know, seven days from after New Mexico State in New Mexico, but then you're back on the road to San Jose State, and then you're finally home against Wyoming. It's a tough, tough schedule that they've got there in that uh, two out of three games, I should say. San Jose State and Wyoming back-to-back, and then they get uh, New Mexico and Albuquerque on uh, the following Saturday at 11 a.m. Yeah,
2: there's... I'd love to be optimistic about this team, and maybe when I start to see them more, my opinion will change. But there are some stretches in this in the schedule that just really have me worried, and I, I'm just okay. Just I'm just I'm nope. That makes uncertain.
1: Sense. I'm okay with you on that. Nine- there is
2: uncertainty. there's you're more often than not going to have a loss than sure than a win.
1: Nine three one five. I think that there is a huge possibility that we are an eight or nine win team this year because the COVID nineteen year has scrambled there. Thoughts of the USU Aggies. I, in, in, look, nine wins is really out of my realm. I, I I love Utah State football, but nine wins, that means you're losing three out of the following. So, like, Washington State on the road, North Dakota at home, Air Force on the road, Boise State at home, BYU at home, UNLV in Vegas, Colorado State at home. Like, all their major big games with the, like like, really tough games, Eric, with the exception of Washington State and Air Force, and San Jose State are a home. You get Boise a home, BYU a home, Colorado State a home. You do got to go to San Jose State and Air Force. But, for, I mean, really, they're they're going to be all right. I think mean, playing at home is going to really matter. They're going to be, you know, not having to deal with the road and the uh, just all that kind of difficulty. I think San Jose State, I mean, will be a tough one. Washington, I mean, Air Force is brutal, especially in Air Force. Right, and Air
2: Force has me really concerned because this is a coaching staff that – really hasn't gone up against that kind of a team before. Yeah. And if you don't have the experience and know how to prepare for it, it can catch you off guard and it'll be really tough.
1: Yeah. uh, Well, only one way to find out, and that's to go play the games, right? I, uh, again, I I think 7-5 is very realistic for the Utah State Aggies. Uh, I mean, and I think you can... Look at five losses and say, all right, well, I understand those. Whether it's Boise State or BYU or Air Force, whatever it is, I I, I mean, that gives them a little bit of cushion to play with when they get to San Jose State November 13th. I think games against Colorado State and Hawaii should be wins. Las Vegas should be a win. I think Wyoming at home should be a win. New Mexico on the road at New Mexico should definitely be a win. New Mexico State should be a win. North Dakota should be a win. Yeah. So, Washington State, Air Force, Boise, BYU, San Jose State. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Been wrong before.
2: 9315 hey, uh, on our text line. I think there's
1: a huge possibility that we are – oh, sorry. You just read that. I just read that. Oh. Hi, Eric. Hey. <laughs> it didn't refresh the same time. <laughs> hey, really quickly. Can we go I, – I, I was mentioned. I wanted to go big back to this. but Big 12 Pac-12 potential partnership. How much does it help both conferences in that regard? Because the SEC is just going to be massive. Big Ten is massive. ACC is still really, really good. Or does it affect the ACC where they're like, we need to go get some help? Well, does the ACC try
2: to poach West Virginia away? Because it's in their footprint. Yeah. Um, or do they just kind of stand pat? Uh. If if the Big Twelve does start to fall apart, I think the ACC is probably more likely to to try to grab some of their properties. I don't know that the Big Ten grabs very many. They may just stay as they are. I think the I think it's interesting that the Big Twelve and the Pac twelve try to come up with something because the Big Ten and the Pac twelve already kind of have you know they're they're pretty cozy with each other already. So I don't I don't know it's it's really. <laughs> These are really uncertain times in college football, especially if you're a Power Five program. If you're a Group of Five team, there might be some concerns, but dominoes haven't started to fall yet in that direction. And if they do, they're going to start in the American Athletic Conference before anything else. I mean, look, Boise fans would love to believe that they're going to be first on the uh, on the roll the decks to call if something does happen if Big Twelve tries to expand, but I just I don't see that they're they're not going to be that high in the list. Will they get a call? Probably, but only after Cincinnati turns them down.
1: Yeah, Cincinnati turning them down would probably spin that thing out of control, wouldn't it? That's a great point. I didn't think about that. Houston as well. I don't know if they'll go to Houston. Really?
2: I think TCU and Texas Tech might say, "Look, we want to, we want a, we don't want another Texas school in here to muddy the waters for recruiting and uh, and and dollars." So, Houston may not be as high on the list as perhaps I earlier thought they would.
1: You don't think Houston's more attractive than Cincinnati? I just think that there'll be some Big 12 members that won't be happy about wow. adding Houston. That's crazy, But for though. Big 12 survival, crazy, they should add Houston. Um, they've got the
2: facilities, they've got the market, they've got some history.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow, man. Could you imagine Houston and Big 12 country and they're like, ah, nah, we could do better. <laughs> Dude, that would feel like the biggest rejection, man. Oh, golly. Yeah, I, uh, hmm. I'm, I'm going to say Houston's the better prospect. I could understand Cincinnati, even though it's not even within range. Um, Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I like Houston. I do. I like, I think just Houston's a more attractive get for them than Cincinnati would be. And then, so, okay, so you take that, add it with the Pac 12, should take care of you pretty well. Because then you're pretty much covering all the West. Every, bar, every part of it, too. Every bit of it has your footprint on it. That, that, uh, the Pac-12 and Big 12 should merge? With, yes. If, well, yeah, Pac-12, Big 12 should merge with the addition of Houston. I think would be wonderful. Wow. Uh, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying that'd be in-
2: Now, you said there were a lot of other rumors going around today.
1: Oh, yeah. I, oh, dude. Oh, man. This is getting saucy, okay? According to Brett Murphy, as uh, we like to call him around here. So, Kansas is probably going to head to the Big Ten. So, good for basketball, bad for football. It's an automatic win in football. West Virginia in official talks with the ACC. Great for the ACC in, in, in all sports. Like, that would be a massive get for them. And it's a wonderful fit for West Virginia, by the way. Really, really great fit for West Virginia. I think yeah. that benefits West Virginia more than the ACC. Really? Wow. Okay. Good. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Tech but regionally, in, it makes a ton of sense. lot. Tech in Louisiana to the Big 12. <laughs> no. See?
2: That's where I I saw that, and I'm like, this is where I know this is off the rails.
1: What do you mean, off the rails? La Tech to the Big 12? Why not? They're not that big. They're not, they are not. don't have that history. They don't have the budget. Cincinnati does have yes. that history with the Big 12? Since, uh, I'm talking about success and okay. facilities and talking, athletic okay. budget. Okay, if we're do- Okay. that I can understand. Uh, uh, FSU and Clemson officials contacted SEC about joining league. I think that's baloney. Well, the Florida State president is like out there vociferously denying, like, this is a joke. We have never done that. Could you imagine? Uh, (laughs) Why would they want to even touch? Like They own the ACC. Why would they want? AAC will raid Big 12. I know that they desire to, but I think Big 12 is like, look, Pac-12, if you can sweeten a deal here, we can put together something. I think that looks a lot more attractive. And I still think I'd take Houston over Cincinnati. With all due respect to Cincinnati. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: well, I, I think it would be the smart move to make. And you say Texas Tech and TCU, you guys just have to uh, set your grievances aside for the good of the whole program. The old conference, this is the best move to make. But Cincinnati makes a ton of sense, too.
1: Yeah, it does. Uh, okay, so let me ask you, what's more attractive? Houston, Cincinnati, or Boise State in the Big 12? Number one, Cincinnati.
2: Number two, Houston. Number three, Memphis.
1: <laughs> Number four, UCF. Number five, South Florida. UCF is not more attractive than Boise State, so stop that. Oh no. Yeah. Way more. No, attractive. no they're not. There's nothing about Central Florida that attracts bigger the big media 12. market. They've got nice big facilities. It's not just about facilities, Eric. They've had some football success It's not about what recently. kind of color their, their toilet is. All they right, get There's ratings on it. TV. Boise State gets ratings on TV. I know. I'm just saying, don't don't summarily dismiss UCF. Well, you're saying like UCF. I mean, you're like going down the list and you're like, oh yeah, UCF over point. No way. I think if the Big Twelve had a chance to look at it, they'd take Boise State over over UCF. Absolutely. Regional. Like, regionally, it makes a lot more sense. A lot more Well, sense. we've discovered with realignment
2: that regionally doesn't mean anything.
1: What do you Nebraska mean? and
2: Maryland are in the same
1: conference. That does not make any sense. That was Nebraska's fault. That was Nebraska getting out of that situation. And, but, yeah, wait, wait, hold on. Time out. Nebraska doesn't make sense? No, you're right. Regional, you know, that the Nebraska and Maryland are in the same okay. conference. Well, the Rutgers are in that conference. Where, what other conference are you going to put them in? Where, would else, where else would you put Maryland? ACC. Oh, because they're in it for basketball, though. Basketball, they're ACC, right? No. Maryland's not? No, they're Big Ten. Are you sure? Oh, hold on. Now, now we got to do our... Someone help us, because this is just going to take forever. <laughs> okay. ACC basketball. Uh... Florida, man, they aren't. Not anymore, huh? No. Back in the good old day. That I know, that's conference. what it used to be. Okay, yes, yeah, so It okay. used to be that what? Nebraska was in the Big 12. Okay, that doesn't make sense. It used to be that Colorado was in the Big 12. Pitt, Boston College, Syracuse are all, <laughs> are all in the ACC, but Maryland's in the Big 10, right? Correct. Dude, Maryland's got to be hating life over there. They just got to be hating things,
4: huh?
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's, yeah, that's not there's, good. There's
2: already 14 teams in the Big Ten. There's 14,
1: and then now there's, and how there's many? 14 in the ACC. 14. So you each have to, yeah. Then you're asking a lot out of it. I don't think. Yeah. Okay. Originally, well, doesn't it does, but it does it doesn't. Honestly, like to go to Central Florida and pick that team as the lone team out of there. Like at least Rutgers is over there playing in the Big Ten. That makes okay. Yeah. But you're but you're picking one team out of Florida to be a part of your conference. One team. Nothing else. You got one team in West Virginia in the
2: Big Twelve. Yeah. Nothing that, else. There's nothing close to West Virginia. And you're right. That in didn't the makes sense.
1: It just it that's a bad decision. Well, it, it, it's not it is but it isn't but Boise State is regionally located well located for the Big 12 they have great facilities eric they have great facilities as you like to mention uh they are very they're very successful in football basketball you could do some touch up ucf is great in football not great in basketball they've had some ncaa runs tournament runs okay so it was, i mean boise state had a couple uh, and um, Boise State plays in a better conference as, as well in basketball than UCF does. Uh, Memphis is really good. San Diego State's really good. We can play this game. Yeah, that's it's, fine. It's true. Go ahead. Pick another no, team. No, I
2: think the Mountain West is a better basketball conference than the American Athletic. I will give you that. You're welcome. Happy to be here for you. Yeah. Happy I- to be I, I just think that there's this is a time where rumors get floated just to see the reactions because there's disruption, and it may allow some teams' cover to like, oh, maybe there, maybe we should start to pursue this, hmm. or a conference or a, or a school say, hmm, maybe this is a good time to start to reevaluate a few things and start making some phone calls.
1: Makes sense to me. Hey, really quickly, uh way off topic, but summer league's going on right now. Utah and Memphis are playing in the summer league. This is in Salt Lake City, right? Yes. I believe. Yep. Uh and let's see here. Just trying to look at who's who's playing and who's not playing. The the Kyle Young guys playing. So here are some of the notable rules. It's four ten minute quarters, eight minute halftime, two timeouts per per half per team. Uh, the penalty kicks in after the tenth foul per quarter. Player foul at or players foul at ten fouls. That's crazy. Replays aren't automatic in the last two minutes; require a challenge. So that's kind of what we're doing right now. By the way, speaking of big men, Robin Lopez is headed to Orlando, so he's off the market. He's off the table. Yep. Uh, so yeah, jazz and Memphis right now in a summer league game. I'm looking for a score and I can't find one, which is always fun. But, uh, yeah, summer teams are already, uh, on its way doing its thing. And I think you can watch it on NBA TV. Yeah. They, yeah. They said that in K jazz. Supposedly K jazz is televising this thing. Huh? Have you ever gone down to those? Yeah. I so said, when I used to work for the Utah jazz radio network, I used to go sit in on those all the time. They were fun to watch actually. They were a blast. I went and watched Dominic Mitchell play in his rookie year. Uh when he got uh, when he got called up there, I got to watch him play. That was cool. Um Yeah, like I've seen some rookies go in there and play. It's it's actually really fun to watch coaches just kind of hang out and don't really do anything. You know, watch them make mistakes, throw up a three, airball it. They're just <laughs> a few years ago,
2: uh I took my boys and uh, some of their cousins down and uh, they usually have a fun atmosphere down there, and it's very relaxed. But it's kind of fun to see some of the uh, up-and-coming talent. It's a lot of sloppy basketball, mm-hmm. but still, it's it's kind of fun to just hang it out is. there. and it is It's fun. very chill. It's
1: a really relaxing environment, too. It's really good. Hey, 9952 Eric texted in and says, Big 12 can recruit better in Florida with UCF than Idaho with Boise State. Well, wow, That's a good point. That's a great point. 1181. Also, guess what, Eric? Says, state of Florida better recruits than Idaho. <laughs> hey. That's right. Can't, can't really disagree there, honestly. it's a, it's a great point. Uh, so here are the Jazz Blue starters for today's Jazz game. Joe Chealy, uh, Kyle Fogg, Macio Teague, Nate, Cincinnati. What, what are these names, man? Justin Patton. Uh, Grizzly starters are Bain, Conchar, McDermott, Tilly, and Tillman Sr. Yeah, the, the blue squad for the Jazz is a bunch of guys that you've never heard of.
2: Uh, the white squad is guys that have been with the Jazz, um, and so you'll, you'll recognize those names.
1: So the Spurs are already doing load management. They're getting ready for next year. Trey Jones, Devin Vassell, and Josh Primo are all out tonight. <laughs> Pop, Pop's calling in favor, calling in uh, demands, but while he's in Tokyo. So, oh man, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So I'll I'll try and look for a score of this summer league game. Not that anybody really does care, though. <laughs> All right, we gotta take a break. Uh, coming back, Travis Cox. Uh, we'll talk uh, some Ridgeline football with the uh, old head ball coach. Uh, obviously, Ridgeline is probably if not the favorite team to win the state championship. I would say with a healthy quarterback, a deep team. Uh, This team uh, obviously went uh, toe-to-toe with about everybody last year, then played Skyview. Um, Caden breaks his leg, and game goes south pretty quickly. But uh, with with him back, and, and I think they have like a little run for vengeance here, this, this could be a fun team to watch. So we'll get to Travis Cox next here on 106.9 The Fan. And the winner is... Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson voted Best Appliance Dealer in
5: Northern Utah.
2: This is Jay at Daryl's Appliance. We sincerely thank you, Cash Valley, for your vote. We want to share more great news by introducing the newest member of our Scratch and Dent family, Whirlpool. That's right. We now carry Whirlpool-made appliances at Scratch and Dent prices, always backed by our exclusive two-year warranty and our famous Daryl service team. Come check us out today. Daryl's, West on Airport Road.
7: My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting nationalguard.com.
1: Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station.
5: This is Bruce Rigby from Cash Valley Bank. People come to me all the time and say, Wow, Cash Valley Bank is growing. We are growing and providing banking services to many communities in Utah and particularly here in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank is actively involved in our communities with local people who can make decisions quickly and professionally. We're a community bank and Cash Valley is important to us. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in
0: Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to The Doug Gottlieb Show. What
4: now, Chris Paul?
5: He can opt out, he could become a free agent, he could stay there. I'm not somebody who says you should give him 30 plus million for three years, because the reality is, He didn't play against the best of the best to get to the NBA Finals. And eventually, the NBA Finals wore him down. That's just the reality
0: The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, Ah. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 106.9thefan.com.
2: Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson. Uh, coming up here in just a second, we'll be talking to uh, Ridgeline Riverhawks head football coach, Travis Cox. Great season last year. What do they have on tap for them this year? We'll uh, kind of get a preview of their upcoming season, players they have coming back, maybe some newcomers to watch out for. Uh, also, we've got some other coaches that will be lined up. We'll be speaking to uh, Coach Howell from uh, Skyview, uh, Coach Wise from Bear River, in upcoming uh, days here, we've got those lined up, so stay tuned for that as we continue to preview Region 11 ahead of the start of the football season, which is uh, about a week and a half away. Coming up real fast on everybody. Real fast! So, which is fun. That's exciting. It's a great time of the year. Uh, but the Ridgeline Riverhawks uh, played great last year. Oh, they were phenomenal. This is a team that uh, had some uh, some turnover with coaching staff and some different things going there, trying to figure out who they were, but they rebounded nicely, played great football, uh, had a great run uh, in the regular season, uh, falls a little bit short in the playoffs due to an injury. But uh, a lot of those key players are back, and so a lot of eyes on Line for what they may be able to do this year. We've got their head coach, Travis Cox, joining us now. Uh, coach, uh, thanks for taking some time for us. I know hey, it's coach. a busy time of the year for you guys.
8: Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Good, Good to, good to talk some football.
2: Coach, first of all, um, the this was a team that uh, relied on some younger players to really step up and play big roles last year, not to discount some of those seniors that did great things uh, for you last year too, but there's a lot of key players coming back for this team this year, and a lot of people are looking at Ridgeline as perhaps not just the best team in Region 11, but perhaps one of the best teams in 4A how do you handle that and and how do you prepare your team to handle that kind of attention and pressure that comes with those expectations
8: well I mean this group of kids I've been around for a long time um a lot of them since they're about eight years old and they've always been pretty successful group and they've they've uh they've always handled pressure well um a lot of them played when they were sophomores so they've They've been playing at the varsity level for quite some time, so they're a really confident group. They're not very loud or anything like that. They just kinda of do their work. So um it's good it's good it's good when it is a pressure environment because they, they typically don't get too high or too low. So uh they are a extremely confident group and they have really high expectations. So whenever that is the case, you know you know, you're not gonna sneak up on anyone and I think they know that.
1: Speaking of high expectations, I'm sure you have that for your quarterback, Caden, who uh, comes into this year with a lot of eyes on him, not just around foray, but around the entire state of Utah. What are some of the things that you want to see him improve upon uh, going into the season?
8: Um, You know, as kind of a senior quarterback, you, you've kind of been there, done that, so it's just mainly the, the leadership role is a huge role. Um, I thought we had great leadership last year from our seniors, and you know, I think that's what we're hoping for him. And then, you know, every time you play quarterback, you got to make sure you take care of the ball and you stay on schedule. And you know, it's always with him is he can run around and make plays. But I just seen him get it to our guys and let them make plays and make sure we just keep kind of plugging away and don't get ourselves into trouble. But. more more or less just kind of be him and not be anything that he doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to go out and prove to anyone anything. He just needs to play his game and, you know, improve and basically take just that next step as a senior quarterback.
2: Coach, with uh, a lot of experience coming back for Ridgeline on the offensive side, I think it's uh, a lot of expectations this could be a team that could do a lot and, and have a lot of fun offensively, but what does that the, the defensive unit look like for your team this year? And because there was there were some great players that that graduated and left, how are they being replaced so far?
8: Um, yeah, I mean, I feel feel like we lost some really really talented players on defense last year, and so we've we've got a few kids coming back. Will Booth and Jackson Hollingsworth who were playing. Kind of our linebacker spot last year. That we're we're gonna expect a lot from them. Um, I think you know D line. We have our nose guard Curtis back, who's gonna help us a lot. Just kind of anchor that that group. Um, and then after that, we we need to figure that out. And you know, I think some of the newer kids have had great great summers and have super high expectations, but never really know until you snap the ball and it's real. So they've done everything you could ask for. You know, in in an off season, hard work, lifting, and knowing our our defense, but um, we're anxious to get on the field and kind of see where we're at, and then kind of go from there. But at the end of the day, it's <clears throat> defense is all about team defense and making sure we all do our job. So it doesn't really rely on one person or two people. It's it's all of us working as one. So that's kind of what we got to do.
1: Coach, I, I I know you had your um... Your time in at Mountain Crest High School as a four-year starter at quarterback for Mountain Crest Mustangs, uh, and back then the regional alignment was a lot different. Now in 4A, as weird as this sounds, there's only two regions in 4A: Saint George and Northern Utah. What are your thoughts on that? Yep. Do you like it? Do you agree with it? Would you like to see it move back to an old format?
8: Oh yeah, I don't. I don't love it. I, I wish we had more teams. Um, but it is what it is, and and. The only thing is, is we, we tried to go out and, and get as hard a schedule as we could and play some of the 5A schools. Um, not that it really matters at the end of the day, but we wanted to try to push ourselves. And then, you know, obviously that will prepare us for 4A. But yeah, anytime, I mean, you you want to try to have as many of the best teams you can, you know, in 4A and, and kind of go through that gauntlet in the playoffs. But uh, I, th- I do think, though, the northern end of, and the southern regions are extremely, extremely good. So, if you win at all, I don't think it's a it's a downer at all. You 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 deserve to be called a champion, and and uh, there's no, I don't think you, I wouldn't look at it any different than you know your true four A champion. But I do. Yeah, I wish there were some more teams for sure.
1: And then last year you ended kind of on a sour note, a loss to Skyview uh, via a shutout, but you lost your quarterback early in the game. How much of it? Of these kids' mindset is on vengeance and getting that revenge, uh, with the sour taste from last year. And how much of it is, you know, it's a new year, it's a new team, it's a new format in the in in the four A class. Like, how do you balance that?
8: You know, it was more than just losing our quarterback. We we didn't really have anyone that. I mean, we lost three line, starting offensive linemen. We didn't have our offensive coordinator, a line coach. We lost everyone to COVID, so. Mm-hmm. That was a rough rough couple days um, not sure we probably should have even played the game um, it was one of those things where we thought about but I couldn't not play it for the seniors and as hard as it was to lose some of the experiences we had and some of the, what the kids did to to kind of just not think about themselves but think about the team and you know go from receiver to offensive tackle and that type of stuff was kind of cool to watch, even though we didn't come out on the right end. It was, it was an experience that you'd probably never forget. The kids will never forget, but it, it also left off, left a you know pretty bad taste in our mouth because you know we we thought we matched up very well with Skyview, um, played in tough, and the first time we played them, I and we felt like we had a good 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 trajectory, and we just didn't get to show our true selves that game, so. We're definitely looking forward to kind of redeeming ourselves, and we're going to play for some of those seniors that, or for all of the seniors that, that played last year because this will be a lot, lot to do with them, our success this year.
2: You know, I'm talking to Travis Cox, he's the head coach of the Ridgeline Riverhawks. And uh, you mentioned, you, you brought up the schedule. You open up at Bonneville, you host Stansbury, uh, you've got Snow Canyon coming up here, and then uh, you travel down to Woods Cross. So it's a mix of uh, some five A schools, and oh, not to be left out, you host Box Elder at the end of the year. So you, you've got a mix yep. of uh, some five A schools. You got a, a Region Nine team uh, coming to play you, and uh, you're just generally your philosophy about putting together your non-region schedule. What what's an ideal non-region schedule for you when you have put it together?
8: Uh, well, this is my first time ever really having to put together a schedule, and to be honest, I was just trying to find games. Um, obviously, you want to find games that are going to challenge your team and get you ready for region play. We have a really good region, so you you gotta you want to play different types of schools that do different things. You know, we played Pineview for two years and really got a good pass game. Um, this year, I wanted to make sure we played. Five A schools that were decent. Bonneville won their region. Stansbury, I think, won the region last year. So I really wanted to go out and try to schedule tough teams so that you know, in the back of your mind, you know, I, I hope Stansbury and Bonneville do really well because to know that we can play with some of the best. Um, so yeah, I, I was I went out of my way to try to try to have a challenging schedule for
2: sure. And maybe you're too young to this to, to play this this game but how much of that also played in your mind with RPI and, and how that's affecting your potential postseason The and how RPI that to me
8: is I I don't like it because you know last year we go beat Pineview the only loss we had was Skyview by three and we still were fourth which makes no sense to me mm-hmm. and so I don't even care about the RPI because you can't even I I don't know I, to me it doesn't make any sense so I don't really. I'm just gonna go try to play the game I get scheduled and try to win the game because last year it didn't help us at all to play Pineview. Um, that's still kind of we ended kind of a weird way, but that didn't make me feel any better either with how we got seated. So,
1: so do you? If we can kind of piggyback off that great question, can you or do you want to maybe schedule lower class teams? go pick up wins in a dominating fashion yet play different styles. Is that possible or are you still hey we gotta go play No, nah, I would
8: I would never do that. I don't I would rather play hmm. I, I think it's funner for the kids to have a challenge. I as a coach like to have a challenge. I would never play teams that I know I can beat for sure. I would rather have a challenge. And if we lose, who cares? I mean at the end of the day, you gotta win four games at the end of the year to get to the finals and win it. So with everyone getting in it's not like you can't get in. Everyone's playing in the in the in the playoffs. So, really, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you could play. I mean, I, I wouldn't put our team in harm's way, but I would try to play as many hard games as I could.
1: I love that mentality. I do too. I do. I That's that. awesome mentality, Coach. I, I got to ask: Region Eleven is usually bashed on for not being a very competitive region, with the exception of you and Skyview being the cream of the crop uh, for the last couple of years. Can you give me your thoughts on this region 11 this year and what you expect out of it?
8: You know, I I mean, I think over the years, Mountain Crest has been as good as anyone. So they might have been down the last couple, but uh, I mean, they're, they're never going to lay down. Um, I think green Canyon's had some pretty good teams over the last couple of years. So I think I, I'd put our region up against most regions, most years. Um, quite frankly i I think we're ever been as good as the south region because we've we've never lost to pine view since you know my kids' been playing so um, and i I don't look at our region as lesser than than their region um, but they have a good region we have a good region i think I think Logan's got a really good team this year um, and Bear River is always tough so I don't think there's really an easy game in our region I think we there's some things left to be you know there's I know skyvie has got a lot of new guys. I know Mount got. I mean, there's you never know till you start playing how it's going to be, but over the years, I think we've got some really solid teams and really competitive region, and, it, and it's really fun to play, and I love, I love the close proximity, and I think the atmosphere that we have up here is as good as anywhere in the state as far as, you know, playing region games.
2: Coach, last question for me. Uh, you've got a week and a half. For your first game, yep. what what are the biggest strides you need to see out of your team in that time?
8: Um, definitely con- consistency. Um, offensively, I think you know we got to be a little more consistent. Um, and then defensively, as we kind of go through camp, we got to make sure we stay physical or, or get more physical. Right now, I think we could play a little more physical. So those are the areas that we're working on right now and it's fun to be able to have these kids two days two days or two times a day so there we have a lot to we have a long ways to go that's for sure so but i I like where we're at
1: hey i just got a a text from somebody they were hoping to ask you and this is my final question how's your pops doing though coach cox senior how's he uh, doing where's he at what's he up to
8: He's actually living in St. George right now. They're retired, so they're they're living in the nice hot weather right
1: now. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's like <laughs> he's in St. George. He's the head coach of Snow Canyon now, and <laughs> he's getting ready to prep in to beat you. I just I thought something like that was going to come out of your mouth.
8: Yeah, that would that would be interesting.
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Coach, we th- thank you so much for your time, man. It's great to hear your voice. Look forward to seeing you out in the football field uh, in, here in a, about a week and a half. And uh, wish you the best for you and your team to stay healthy.
8: All right, yeah, thanks, guys, and for all that you guys do and the promotion that you give high school sports is great. So, appreciate it.
2: All right, thanks, Absolutely. Coach. Thanks, Coach. And Travis Cox, head coach for the
1: Ridgeline Riverhawks. Dude, Hawks, I, and, uh, I got chills, great and I team. got goosebumps, and I want to go run through a wall for him right now. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, who comes well, out love, and says, look. I love the scheduling mentality. I hate the RPI, but I'm not going to go schedule San Juan, Delta, and Rich County to go play. do will get me easy wins because I want to go play the best teams and give our kids the best opportunity to get better at the game, and play great competition. And if we lose, he's right. He is a hundred percent right. If you lose, so what? You still every team in the league has to go in four games to get to the state championship. They all have the same goal, and they all have the same amount of games. Deal with it. And everybody goes to the playoffs. Yep, I, I love that mentality. I'm all I over about. You're gonna that. be
2: left out. Yeah, that's
1: good. Hey, this team, Eric, as we know, we've said it before, project to be well, at least. Probably in the top three, right, in contention for a state title this year. They've got that talent. They've got the depth. Uh, they got a great leader in, in Kane Cox. I, I like what I see out of them. Them and you are going to be battling on the other side against that St. George region. This could be uh, a really, really good Ridgeline football team. When I look at their schedule, yes, they do have a tough preseason. At Woods Cross is going to be tough. Or no, yeah, at Woods Cross, at Bonneville. I know they get Stansberry at home, but it's a tough preseason that sets up for if they can get through it. A very chance, a good chance to maybe go undefeated in region play with that key game being Skyview. Yeah, as we said, uh, at
2: Bonneville versus Stansbury versus Snow Canyon. I mean, that's an earlier kickoff. Is that the? Uh, that's uh, are they part of the Rocky Mountain? They are not. No, they're playing at five p.m. on the twenty seventh. I wonder why. I can't remember why that is. That's what I've got in my notes.
1: On what day? Sorry, on the twenty seventh. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, they are not part of the Rocky Mountain kickoff, though. Uh, then they're at Woods Cross
2: before they open up region play, and then they finish it against uh, hosting Box Elders. So. Are they home
1: against Skyview or at Skyview? Uh,
2: they are at Skyview.
1: Circle that, underline it, boldly italicize it, put three stars next to it. That is going to be the game that's going to decide, in my opinion, the Region 11 championship. September 17th. Oh, can't wait for that one. Again, that's going to take all eyes of the foray onto uh On a Smithfield. That's going to be a fun game. Can't wait. Hey, when we come back, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that um,
2: considering what Ridgeline has coming back at key positions, every team has guys coming back. Sure. Yep. And every team loses guys. Uh Uh-huh. But what Ridgeline has coming back at key positions, in my mind, has them at the top of Region 11 right now.
1: Sure. Hey, and I forgot they were dealing with the COVID. I totally spaced out. They had the COVID issue against Skyview. I, it was it was really bad. I forgot about and then, that's right. They had like three assistant coaches and like half their team missing because of COVID. And yeah, that's me. So I mean, give them credit for going out and playing. But my goodness, that's tough to do. Tough, tough job. Hey, when we come back, your favorite player, the Italian medallion, has got a new team to play with. What he is signed already, and you're not gonna believe with who? Ooh, the Lakers. You? Why do you do this?
2: I don't know. I haven't you're seen such, anything. You're
1: such a like.
2: They're going to be the number one team for sure now.
1: You're like the Matthew Delladova of this radio show. <laughs> you're the Alex Caruso, and not a good way. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. And uh, stat and player.
2: Stat that blew our mind and our player of the week. Coming up next on the Full Court Press. Preston Golf
7: and Country Club is now taking registration for the Preston City Amateur to be played this week on August 6th and 7th. It's a 36-hole stroke play tournament. Championship flight will pay gross only and all other flights will pay net only. Prizes on every hole both days with significant added money. Entry fee is $60 for members, $75 for non-members and does not include cart. Players pick their times on Friday with Saturday based on Friday scores. The Preston City Amateur this Friday and Saturday. Call 208-852-24.
4: If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695, North Main and Logan, across from Angie's.
6: Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skincare, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. Doctors Blotter, Benyon, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to ascentaesthetics.com. That's ascentaesthetics.com for more details.
0: You asked, and Cherry Peak Resort listened. I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. Scotty McCreary is back. This is it. This is it. Due to high fire danger and your safety, the concert has once again been moved to Green Canyon High School Football Stadium. Thursday, August 5th, Scotty McCreary Live. You McCreary brings his high-energy show to Cash Valley. You don't want to miss it. Tickets will go fast. I'm coming over. If it's all right. Listen for me, pulling in the ocean. A big thanks to Green Canyon High School Administration. Food, fun, and Scotty McCreary live at Green Canyon High School Football Stadium. Don't miss Scotty McCreary in concert. Tickets available now at skicpr.com. That's skicpr.com.
6: When it's time for a new haircut, don't cut into your wallet. At New Horizons Beauty College, haircuts, color, highlights, pedicures, and manicures are far less expensive than going to a salon. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. You'll get a great look at a great price. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. New Horizons Beauty College, 550 North Main in the Clock Tower Plaza in Logan.
0: Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio 106.9 FM 1390 AM The Fan
2: Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Hey, big thanks to both Craig uh, Ander from Green Canyon who yep. joined us
1: last hour and then uh Travis Cox, who we just heard from for uh Ridge. Which by the way, he just texted me, Eric. The five o'clock game against Snow Canyon is based because the travel. The travel to St. George and, and go play him. So that's why. Uh, that makes sense. Well that game is in uh Millville, but it's for it to give them oh, yeah, sorry, time from,
2: to get yeah, back home. Yeah. Which Would that's you?
1: a that's a long day. dude, that is a long bus ride. Yeah. Car ride is not so bad. Bus ride is horrible. Hey, uh, your guy, uh, LeBron James of the Utah Jazz, George Niang. Ooh. Where's he's the minivan? Going. He's not sticking around in Utah? No, the Italian medallion is taking his talents to Philadelphia. Really? He's where he's going go to go wake the bench. Okay, did you see the money for this? No. It's two years, $6.7 million. He's getting like $3.5 per year. That's <laughs> too much. Not enough. No, dude, that's so cheap for that guy. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's actually it's too much. He should be getting paid one point five million for two that's years. That's not a
2: bad deal for Philly.
1: No, the guy sucks, and he'll fit well on the bench. He's a I'll good have interior man. presence. I
2: just need him to be out there and shoot threes.
1: Oh, he hits the side of the Stretch backboard four. when you need to make the game closer. Just put George Yang out there, he'll hit the side of the backboard for good you. Good for George. Good for George. Yeah. Good day, and, and great for the Utah Jazz. Look, I know we did a lot of good work in the community But this wasn't for Human of the year, okay You're getting paid to play basketball Right, these these deals are done on your skills on the court And he had no skills on the court uh, 9315 text in Can't wait to see Audra's reaction when the stallion medallion Whoops it up with the Lakers You mean the 76ers Will this be like when Tom Brady moved to the Buccaneers for him? New bandwagon fan? No No, no I, Ajay is already looking into no, Philadelphia gear. No, no, stop it. I, he
2: wants to know what number will be
1: assigned to George Niang. He's not even going to have a number. So he can they're buy his, to his tell jersey. George that he that they're out of numbers, that they don't even give him a number. He's going to go out with a blank jersey. Like it looks like his mom made him or something. He ain't going to have a number. Okay. I wish nothing but the best for Philadelphia, but they just got a lot worse with him. Now you got two guys who can't shoot, Ben Simmons and George Nying. That's great. That's that's awesome. George is probably
2: uh what 40 percent three point shooter.
1: Yeah. Ben is uh Ben Simmons is a two percent three point shooter. Okay, well that's when George is actually like being go- when he's wide open, him and Ben Simmons have the same percentage. George and Ben do. I just I mean, dude. I, it's either the Italian medallion or side of the backboard. That's, those were his two nicknames. Philadelphia is going to hate that guy. Like, they hate Santa Claus. They're going to hate George Niang a lot. So, God bless them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, by the way, Memphis leads the Jazz Blue team. This is a close one, 57-28 at half. Holy cow! So we're screwed in here in the next two to three years unless we can sign Mike Conley. Now, this is this is the, the team. This is the the
2: Jazz squad of that nobody's ever heard of. Well, it's what the team does that does how they play tonight. The other team that plays tonight that we should be paying closer attention. So,
1: so wait, wait, time out, time out. Uh, so this Jazz Blue team is it just like Quinn's like ah throw him out there, just let him go, doesn't matter. They still want to evaluate them. There's nothing to evaluate. They're down by 29 and a half. <laughs> They've scored 28 There's points and a half, man.
2: All right, we're running out of time here, RJ. Stat that blew our minds and our player of the week. We don't have time for the fancy music. Um, but let's start with the stat. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Uh, if you've got it ready, if you're still doing research, no, 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 have no, no, no. I have mine ready to go.
1: Oh, man. I had it. It was on the Denver
2: Nuggets. Okay, then while you search for that, I've got mine readily available. <laughs> Chris Bryant, yeah. Anthony Rizzo, Javi oh Baez. God.
1: Holy cow. This is the burial of the Cubs. Here we go. <laughs> the first trio of teammates
2: <laughs> who started the season together and then were traded. Watch your voice quivering. And all homered in their respective debuts with their new teams.
4: <laughs> oh, man. Oh. It's as painful as it is
2: insightful and interesting. <sighs> <sighs> what happened? Oh, Chicago man.
1: Oh man, poor Chicago That blew my
2: mind for multiple reasons
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh shoot I can't find it, so I'll just have to get this one uh, Let's see I knew you were No, ready. I had it! It was on the Denver Nuggets Dude, I found it and it was so good um, Okay Yad Yadiel Hernandez on August 1st Okay First national, yeah, with keep, four. Keep hits going. And a <laughs> Since Elijah Dukes in 08. yeah, first player on any team with four hits and a walk off home run this season. amazing. Second career a walk off and career high four hits. He was he was going to be my player of the week, and I decided to move him to my the stat that. Blew well, he my was mind. my
2: player of the week, so there you go.